Welcome to the monthly musings for the month of June. This is here at Haas. People know who we are now. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're Haas celebrities. That clip is staying in the audio, the final audio. People know who we are now. It's <laughs> good. My overconfident persona is yeah. going mm. out into the ether. So let's uh, go backwards with Arvin and time. So I think Arvin had the latest interview. It was my first interview. I was super excited. And uh, it went well, but in a lot of ways, I felt like it was making the first pancake. The Delicious. sacrificial <laughs> pancake. Yeah, yeah that, the first pancake is just a blob, <laughs> but it's like fat, mm -hmm. it's thick, it's just juicy. It's unevenly favorite. cooked, mm. but it still tastes good because mm. it's the first one you make. So you eat it as you're uh, cooking the rest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved the experience of it. I can't wait to do more. Nice. But overall, it went great. We ended up having a, a great conversation. Some of it was not recorded. The warm-up was actually really great. And I wish I could have recorded that. But learnings for next time. Mm. Any other learnings? It's such a skill, uh, which I didn't realize. Like I always thought I was, I was pretty decent at having conversations. But once you start recording, I was like, oh, where do I take this? What is my next question going to be? And I had to make sure that I'm present. I come back. I just listen to what she's saying or what the guest is saying and not think about what I'm going to ask next. That was something that was I was, didn't think would have happened to me. I was a little overconfident. <laughs> and it did. <laughs> and after the interview, I'm being super honest here. I just have so much respect for you guys. And listening to your interviews and how good they sound, I was like, wow, this is actually not that easy as it looks. <laughs> Wait until you get to hear the sound of your own voice again and again, and mm. then cut out the filler words. And then you'll be like, yeah, you know what? I sound pretty good. <laughs> okay, I'm waiting to hear that. <laughs> Did you use the checklist? Yeah, I went through the checklist and... I actually interviewed my wife about a couple of days before just to make sure that the checklist is good, the squadcast is working fine. It went so well, like my wife enjoyed it so much. She told me stories that I didn't know and she was like, this is such a great couple's exercise, we should actually do it. Like, I want to interview you. It's <laughs> our checklist. next startup idea, couple cast. <laughs> couple cast, yeah. Cool. What about you guys, Ray and Paulina? Yeah, so I think at the start of this month, Paulina and I had an interview with Don Moore, author of Perfectly Confident, and that was really fun. He gave a lot of practical tips that Hossies like us, really anyone, can apply to think about what you say before you say it. And then later in the month, I also did an interview with some students from the Black Business Students Association the BBSA, and that's going to be a roundtable episode where I'm more facilitating. But I kind of enjoyed that role where just asking the questions and having our guests speak at length about their opinions and also chip in with some anecdotes. Um, and that's a, just a really good episode that kind of highlights some of the issues that uh, we're dealing with as a nation with regards to uh, discrimination racism, anti-blackness, uh, a lot of issues that are following the George Floyd event. That's great. By the way, yeah, I really, really like oh. how you summed that up. That was really um, good. Very succinct. No, like Ray, before Ray wouldn't know how to end his thoughts. 
that was like the biggest challenge and still a yeah. challenge. I just, <laughs> you know, get lucky sometimes. I feel like you're doing great. I was just going to add that the Don Moore interview was really interesting because he was kind enough to share copies of his book prior. So being able to do some reading as well as some additional research through other speeches and lectures he's given, I think just made for a really interesting conversation. I think often in our interviews with students and faculty, we are doing a lot of LinkedIn stalking. And then occasionally there will be some people who have articles or different YouTube videos posted. And so it's kind of fun to be able to dive into some deeper themes with him all around the book and his journey to Haas, as well as his journey to becoming an author. So I thought that was really fun. And then Sean, you and I interviewed Marco Lindsay at the beginning of the month, which was just a really humbling experience. It was my first time co-hosting on an interview. And I thought Marco had some really poignant things to say and a really good story. And I just really enjoyed the challenge of that interview and coming with humility and just being open to hearing what he had to say. So I think the other thing we wanted to talk about this month, the homework assignment that we agreed upon last Sunday to think through like goals and discuss why we're here, <laughs> what we're trying to learn. I love how you say homework assignment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know why I'm here and what I'm trying to learn. This is my uh, livelihood now. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean can go first and we can see how well he can articulate why are you here? Why are you doing this? You guys don't want to hear mine because if I give it away, then it's like it's going to cloud everybody else's. Let's say you're like, I'm here to make a million dollars and you know ruin the world. I'd be like, I'm no longer here. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Uh, to walk out on monthly musings, mic drop. Yeah. But if I was like, I'm here to make a billion dollars and improve the world. Yeah, and then I'd be like, yeah. and see, that's why I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's start with uh, let's start with Ray. Okay, I, I thought of a few reasons why. I enjoy working on the podcast so much over the last few months. One, I think most importantly, is just being able to give other Hossies a platform to tell their stories. We have a mixture of students, faculty, and alumni between the One Haas and the Here at Haas podcasts. And it's just very enjoyable to hear their stories. But the interview process is also enjoyable because you're doing a little bit of background and research on the guests. You have sessions to talk with the guests before the actual recording and understand some of the themes potentially that you want to discuss in their episode and just giving them a voice. And I think especially with the BBSA episode, the roundtable that I did earlier this month, we heard some really awesome stories and re they're really raw, authentic, powerful, but I think they're necessary because the Here at Haas podcast, as well as the alumni podcast, is an opportunity for everyone that listens to our podcast to hear a personal side that you might not get to hear 
because you may not have the same classes. You might miss them at happy hour. I think that is the primary reason that I enjoy being part of this team and hearing those stories. And then um, just a few other reasons. I think my hedonistic reason is this is an opportunity for me to improve my own soft skills when it comes to active listening. It's an opportunity to deliberately practice communication skills. And then it's also a chance to network, get to know other students, other faculty members, as well as just learning and experimenting with podcasting and content creation. Everything from learning the sound quality to different platforms for editing, for remastering, repurposing, and even looking at the podcast analytics and insights. I think those are really interesting. So all of the above reasons. Sean just praised me earlier this episode for being able to encapsulate things, summarize really well. And that was a long drawn out answer, but I actually wanted every piece of it to be covered. Anyone else have anything else to add? (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut some of mine out so you can. No, actually it was perfect. Uh, Arvind. I mean, very similar to what Ray said. For me, Initially, I was attracted because the mission of the podcast that we have is something that I I can really connect with. I feel that everyone has an atypical journey to Haas in one way or the other. And then they come here and they transform and they go on to do more amazing things. And just hearing about that journey for me personally and giving that story for other people in the Haas community to listen to. That mission that we have is amazing. I can really connect to that. And that's why I wanted to be uh, a part of it. Personally, one of my favorite, favorite things to do is listen to interviews. Like That's what I do in my free time is just listen to interviews. And I always wanted to do them, be a part of them, have a podcast of some kind. I got introduced to this huge world of podcasting, which is there's editing, there's marketing, there is uh, guest management, all of these things that I never thought about that was so fascinating. And learning about all of that has also been great for me. Paulina? I didn't actually know the podcast existed before I came to school. I think both of you had found it right before either you applied or before we started, which is slightly embarrassing. Yeah, thanks, Sean. I I don't know about the podcast either when I started. (laughs) (laughs) The non-existent podcast. (laughs) Because I listened to so many podcasts that I didn't even like think about it. I'm surprised I didn't even think about it. But for me, I think similar to what you guys have said, like I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's the main form of media that I consume. It's either I'm listening to podcasts or I'm reading. I don't really watch a lot of things. And I've just always had an interest on like the production of it, how it comes together, how does it work? And then for me, I'm always curious about where people have been and why they are the way they are today and where they want to go. And so I think in interviewing students and interviewing faculty, it's just been really interesting being able to hear all these different paths that people have taken, but also try and tease out why they chose those paths or why they felt they were the right paths or why they felt they were the wrong paths. Because I think 
for me, I'm still trying to figure out what path I'm going down. And so it's just been so interesting to see and to really understand why people are making their decisions because then I self-reflectively am thinking through, have I thought of it this way? And then just enjoying dusting off some skills that I used in college, graphic design, a little bit of being a reporter, working with you guys every week is just a lot of fun. And it's just been a way to like stay connected in with the Haas community too, especially with not being on campus. And then for me, what I'm trying to get out of it or what I'm hoping to learn, I've learned a ton. I know I have lots to learn between interviewing, becoming a good conversationalist. I think in the big picture, it's been really exciting seeing Sean work and seeing him build, I think, his third business, maybe fourth, and just seeing how that comes together. Because I come from a very corporate family, you know, Xerox, Kodak, J&J, P&G. And so I've always just been fascinated by entrepreneurship, but never really understood how it works or how people think about it. Um, or what it really looks like behind the scenes. Because I think when you listen to how I built this, you're like, man, I could do that. I could start a business and I'll be a billionaire. Um, But you know it's not true. Otherwise, there would be more of them, right? So it's just been fun learning from Sean and like seeing behind the scenes and seeing how much work he puts into it, how much time and and his passion for it. So with all that being said, what about you, Sean? (laughs) I mean, my mission and personal goal is really simple. I think it's always been the same, which is to give people a voice on this platform. I I didn't really understand how powerful this platform was in the beginning when I started. But now having, you know, done all the interviews that we've done and heard some amazing stories and, and shared amazing perspectives, I just I have so much respect for this platform. That's a huge motivator in of itself when I'm just sitting here editing sometimes, you know, especially this past week, pushing out Stacey Nathaniel Jackson's interview. We literally interviewed him on Tuesday and I pushed out Thursday night. And this was like, you know, it was was well over 10 hours of work, but I was just so proud of the episode. Like that feel of pride that we capture this person's amazing journey and story and we presented it in a way that hopefully will impact and influence someone else. And above all, it influenced me, right? Let's take Stacy's um, story, for example. Stacy is a 1990 Haas alum and he's, um, you know, he, he's a transgender male. And like, I was just thinking like the, Two days afterwards, you know, I was spending time with my son, son in the morning in bed, and I was just playing the episode for one final listen to my wife to, to to hear, and I just couldn't help but sit there and look at my son, just like I'm, just, I, I love this kid to death, obviously, but you know, if he turns out to not be the same gender that he was born, like I still love him, still okay with it, and it's that that's what these stories do, right? They they help open our minds in ways that uh, I don't even anticipate. And the second reason for the podcast was really just to connect people. That's that's my like, personal mission statement is to help connect people in meaningful ways. And 
even if the podcast episode helps, you know, one person reach out to another, I think it's done its job. Very well said. Amazing. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to keep at this. <laughs> it's so much work. I just, I, I don't even know how you guys do it. I mean, when I was doing it, there was, there, there were no external pressure. It was just me, myself and I, right? There's nobody like, hey, we got to publish this week. I was like, I'm going to publish in two months, right? And there's nobody hounding me about it. Except for last semester, Ray was like, hey, are we going to put that episode out? <laughs> but still, there was no pressure. I was like, sorry, Ray, I'm, I'm really busy with it right now. But now, you know, you guys have school, you guys have work, you guys have this working from home stuff to deal with. Uh, I'm, I'm just really amazed by you guys being able to stay on top of this and, and publishing for consistently every week for well over two months now, which is pretty nuts. Just how quickly you guys like caught up to everything, right? Caught up to the editing, which I didn't think was that easy. <laughs> Adding in music, just, just everything, the whole production process, how quickly you guys learned. I think the script makes editing a lot easier, right? I think you had been doing Audacity for a while. We were using Audacity for the first, I think, two and a half seasons of On Haas, or really up until you know the four of us came together mm. and we legitimized this with uh, Ventures FM. Yeah, I mean, until I was like literally forced to find these tools. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, how are we going to make this process efficient? How are we going to collaborate on some of this stuff? And yeah. It's it's quite amazing how far we've come in just three and a half months, a quarter of a year, how far we've come. You know, we're rounding out three months in quarantine, 16 weeks, almost four months. And people have been like, what have you been doing in quarantine? And I'm like, literally probably all my free time, not all of it, a lot of my free time has come to this project, which has actually been a ton of fun for me. And so in a way I am grateful for this time period because I don't know if I would have been able to dedicate or had the structure to dedicate as much time as I had been. And I think it would have been a lot harder potentially to also get quality guests on the show because there was a bit of time when the world stood still and everyone was sitting at their computer. So it was a lot easier or slightly easier to get people um, on a Zoom. And I think if anything, going forward, it'll make it easier to get a variety of different guests because it doesn't have to be on campus. Like, yes, in theory, when we're able to and when it's safe to, we would love to do in-person interviews. But I think this just also has forced us to practice and have the good skills of being able to do interviews virtually, which widens the type of people that we can interview. That's so true. And it gives you guys you know, a lot of experience just building this the skill up right because I, I when you were talking when you're talking just now i was thinking oh man when you guys get back on campus when school starts like oh it might be tough but everything you mentioned is is on point that we have a good process going on that we don't have to worry about trying to get guests in person well fall classes are mostly going to be remote anyway so 
Yeah. We'll still have a few more months of virtual podcasting experience. Anything else? It's just been amazing how much we've learned and just uh, I I never fully appreciated how much work went goes into it and the whole process that was behind it, all the tools that Sean and all of you guys like put together has been amazing. And I just feel like I've been reading the Scott Adams book, the How to Fail at Everything Again, and he talks about how you build up skills, you 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 get a skill stack. And I was just thinking about like how many skills did I learn just by going through this process in such a short period of time, and that has been just amazing. But thank you so much for that. We're learning from Sean's success as well as his opportunity areas. Say it, my failures, straight up. All right, I think that's a wrap. Thank you all for tuning in to this month's monthly musing. This month's monthly musings? That's like a tongue twister. Can a Pauline Chuck, Chuck Wood? Chuck Good Wood Chucking? Can you say my name yet, Sean? Paulina Lee? <laughs> I did it. Paulina Lee. Paulina Lee. Damn it. Paulina Lee. <laughs> uh, yeah, that tongue has to really get a workout. <laughs> Right, cutting that out. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monthly Musings. If you like uh, like this episode or if you have any feedback, feel free to reach out to us at onehouse.org and please leave us a review, a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or any, or any other podcast app that you listen to. We really appreciate it. Stay safe and have fun.